0: Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where you are part owner. Member NCUA. More at minvalleyfcu.coop. Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by Lee Pomeroy. Good morning. For our Every Day is Earth Day segment today, we have a special group of students along with their coach, Eric Kozier talking about a group called Yes! stands for Youth Eco Solutions, and it's a part of the West Science Club. Good morning, Eric.
1: Good morning, Karen. Great to be with you today. Thanks for having us. All right. Tell us what YES is. So YES, Youth Eco Solutions, I find a f- it being a fantastic way for kids to engage in projects. YES empowers kids, I empower students, today's youth to create solutions Uh, to, to all sorts of different ecological challenges through projects, projects that they come up with.
0: Is it a national program or local or how does it work?
1: It's a statewide program in Minnesota. It was actually started about 10 years ago out in the Western part of the state at Prairie Woods Environmental Learning Center. And it's blossomed to become now all over the state in a variety of regions. There are 28 to 30 teams this past year active in the state with different groups of kids. And projects range all over from composting, to food sorts of things, to energy, green energy, wide variety of of students doing projects, Christmas, light recycling, you name it.
0: And so what is your main project as the Mankato Yes Group?
1: Well, in this current year, our 10th year in the program, our students have worked really hard at trying to bring some focus to clean energy. A lot of our process is learning, a lot of our process is realizing the complexities of what might seem like a simple process. But the team this year has really stepped up and tried to figure out what they can do to embed a solar energy system in our school building, or maybe eventually our school district. Uh, truly a work in progress at this point. I can't point to some solar panels and say, look, there they are, but uh, we're working it and we're learning and we're growing and we're making progress in steps towards that. I'm gonna ask a couple of the students to tell you about some of the more tangible things that they did complete this year that really helped us to get going along that path, both a, a retrofit project and a, and a video they created earlier in the year.
0: Well. Let me ask you this, we've got four members. Is this the entire team or are there more on your team,
1: Eric? This is the heart and soul of the team right now. We take another n- another group of people that kind of come and go as the year goes on, but this group right here is really rubber meets the road this school year. They've gotten the things accomplished that you're gonna hear about, so. All
0: right, I would like each of the students to introduce themselves, say your name and what year you are in school, please.
1: Miranda, why don't you take it away?
2: Okay. Um, hi, my name is Miranda Kuback. I am a rising senior, so I was just a junior this last school year. And Kendra. Hi, I'm Kendra David. Um
1: I just
3: finished my sophomore year, so I'm now going to become a junior.
1: Great. And Evan.
3: Um
4: hi, I'm Evan Quilling, and I am going into my uh junior year just like Kendra.
1: And Violet.
5: Hi, I'm Violet Le Boutelier and I just finished my freshman year. Wonderful. Thanks
0: for coming and being on the show, all of you. And I'd like to, I guess, ask, what did you do this year? So I don't know, maybe Eric can direct who wants to chat about what part of the eco project you've been working on.
1: Well, why don't one of you start by talking a little bit about the fall video project? So there was a um, an organization, I believe it was CERT.
4: Um, they had a competition going on for a video talking about solar energy in schools. And so we decided to put in a last minute submission and we pulled together as a group to create a video informing and talking about solar for schools and how like Mankato West could benefit, from having, could benefit from having solar panels installed in the school. So we took a bunch of students and we interviewed some. I actually went up on the roof of the school and had to record a little segment and we all worked together to create a video talking about how school could benefit our school. Do you have anything else to add to that, Mr. Kozer?
1: So the students really tried to set the stage. We've worked on our YES team the past several years on a number of energy efficiency projects. Uh, We started by doing some electrical metering in the building so we could have an idea of what our consumption looked like. Last year, we really focused on a retrofit project, and I'll maybe ask uh, Miranda or Kendra to talk about that in a moment, where we we replaced a whole lot of lighting in the building with LEDs. Uh, But the thought was, gosh, if we're consuming energy in these better high efficiency devices, wouldn't it be neat if we knew some of our energy was coming from a more green source to begin with? And that really was the kids motivation to think about how can we you know, motivate our community a little bit, maybe get some seed funds. Uh, Miranda or Violet, can you say any more about the video?
2: Well, I'm just gonna tack on cause I feel like it leads us into the next part of what we've been working on, but we did win that contest. We took first place um, and we ended up getting a nice little grant to start pursuing getting a solar array at our school. And that kind of led us into the next part of what we've been working on this year, which is the kind of pre-planning phases for installing that solar system, and which will probably be a continuing project at least into next year. And then also designing educational materials around that installation so that we can educate our peers on the importance of energy like solar and so they can take the school display as an example and implement these solutions into their own lives and their futures.
0: I'm just curious, what makes kids your age, high school kids get interested in something like renewable energy?
5: I can go since I joined just this year. Um, I've always thought that one of um, the world's main problems as of today, and the future for sure, is going to be energy and conserving our climate. So I thought I could jump on a head start, especially in like an easy and accessible way that this school has to offer, and just like learn about it and teach others about how to conserve our resources and plan better for the future.
0: Any of the others of you? That was Violet. Any others? Why did you get interested in this particular topic?
3: I... I care about a lot of things, and one of them is mainly the environment. Um, the The planet that we live on is unfortunately dying because of our hands. And quite honestly, if there's just if there's something that me as as a sixteen year old that I can just do to help, even just in the tiniest bit, I want to try. You know, like I want to do as much as I can to just help fix our mistakes
4: um i joined in like last year it was i i mean f- for like a long time i've like even on one thing like ah it's hard to explain like for example one thing I've, i always thought is like we all live on the same planet any changes in the climate or the environment we all notice on a small scale from something like water pollution to like global climate change for example i mean Even I, in my short lifetime, have noticed like some slight minor changes in weather patterns, for example. And I know through my own research and from what I've learned from joining the club is that this is, for the most part, caused by human practices from the past and what's still going on today. And looking at it from my my brother was the one that introduced me to the club told me that if and I learned that if there's something I can do I should join it and I should try because change doesn't happen just by talking about it you have to actually try and start something to cause change and I want to try to have a better future for not only for me but potentially for like my family or just for the entire world in the future because you can't start anything by sitting there
2: and Miranda well I think we all kind of touched on it but the biggest draw with the astronomy has always been this is climate change is pretty much the most pressing issue we are facing right now. although there are of course others and everyone in my generation, at least who I know has heard of it and knows that it's an issue. But I think generally it can seem like this very overwhelming abstract concept, something that's been kind of forced on us and that we're not sure how to deal with. And so the appeal of yes to me is very much that we get to actually be part of a hands-on solution as young people and then take the solutions that we design things like this solar array and present them to other members of our community and our peers and show them that there is something tangible that we can be doing i think it can be very empowering to have this kind of issue at the forefront of your mind and finally be able to point at one thing and say oh this is the piece of this that i can address this is how i can help
0: would any of you say you were, anyway, influenced by Greta Thune, who has done so much related to creating attention to environmental issues?
5: I mean, um, of course, I think we are all, anybody who knew her, we were all influenced by her in some way or another. Um, she really just kind of brought all these issues right to the head, and she reminded us that this is the main pressing issue in society today. And, you know, like Miranda said, of course there are other issues, but we all live on this planet and she kind of just reminded everybody so i thought maybe that'd be a good spark to get this going for me um
4: i already cared about like climate issues before greta was like a much more of a, like a public figure for example but when she became more popular i finally i didn't look at it as like i looked at it as like instead of like starting the fire it was providing fuel for the fire i I finally felt like i wasn't the only person like especially in my age range that was worrying about these issues i didn't feel like i was the only one thinking about this like i always like when i was like even i remember like younger like just talking to my like my parents but like trying to put leds in my house And like i finally felt like i wasn't the only person that thought that this like hey we kind of have a lot of problems we should like do something and like maybe right now I felt like it was like, kind of like an inspiration. Like I wasn't like, I'm not the only one.
0: Wanted to talk with Eric, your coach. Eric Kozer, you are a physics teacher at West High School, been there for quite a few years. How long have you been the coach for this team?
1: I've had the chance to co-star Yes Team since it existed at West. It's been about 10 years now.
0: And have you noticed the topics of eco issues changing through the years or have they always been similar in the different groups you've over the last decade?
1: i found in general that there's been a real enthusiasm around energy over the 10 years of work that we've done Uh, our team has shifted a little bit and it really kind of is one of the benefits of the team is it really allows us to focus on whatever passion the students have i've had a group of students that were really passionate about food and food waste and that led actually to the composting system that now exists across our school district for for food waste uh so really one of the wonderful things about yes i think is we give young people a chance to kind of figure out what their own passion is, but then not just talk about it and think about it, but put that into action. Uh, And the YES team, or I should say the YES program at the state level is able to take those ideas that kids propose as grants and fund them and support the kids and really allow the students to make meaningful change. And I think that's that's been great. I think, like I say, one of the strengths is the direction the students have a passion for is the direction we go. And I really never know where it's gonna go and that makes it more exciting for me, I guess.
0: So you have this solar panel project now that's in the infant stages. Tell me a little bit more about that and where it's
1: going. And Well, the question is, where is it going? And that's a question we're working on. We, uh, as a school district, actually, Mankato Public Schools has been very proactive in the world of energy. You don't see solar panels on any of our schools But as it turns out, 100% of the energy, electrical energy our school uses is actually coming through solar gardens. Our school district subscribes to the solar gardens. Scott Hogan is our current facilities director and he and others have really championed our school being a part of solar gardens. Our school board recently increased our solar subscription to where 100% or even possibly more than that of our electrical usage is coming from energy produced in solar installations. But the concept for our team is that well, yes, that's wonderful, but students aren't aware of that. There's nothing visible, nothing students can see. So our hope is maybe something like a small solar demo plot on the grounds of one or more schools so that students can visually see and be aware that it's happening and or maybe a larger production size size plot that really pulls in some meaningful energy. But with students, it really comes down to helping them understand that it's out there. And in fact, as a science teacher, boy, what an opportunity to use that data both with science and math and even other areas as we look at the weather impacts, the all sorts of different things that really come together uh, to make a system like that happen.
0: As a club, is most of your activities sitting and brainstorming and thinking or planning? or, or how, Tell me about what does a group do as the... the... Youth Eco Solutions.
1: This particular season, a lot of our work has been meeting virtually together, of course, in the strange school year that we've had and, and doing a lot of communicating with others around what does it take to put together a solar system? We've worked with our resources at CERTs. We've met with folks in the school districts, some other folks in our community. This time, it's, it's a little bit more of that. In, in most seasons, it's a little more uh, boots on the ground, if you will. The first time our YES team tackled a retrofit lighting project about four years ago, Uh, The students installed 730 some fluorescent light bulbs in the school that were much more efficient than the ones that had been there prior. So we had teams of students rolling down the hallway on scaffoldings, changing, literally changing light bulbs. You ask, you know, how many students does it take to change a light bulb? Not very many, but if you do everyone in the hallway, it's quite a few. So as often as we can, we really aim for students getting involved in very tangible ways in these projects. The most recent retrofit that happened allowed our team to coordinate. 1300 plus led tubes taking the place of all of the fluorescent tubes in the common areas in the school so all three floors the gymnasium the cafeteria and in in doing that work it actually required an electrician because they were able to also have the ballasts removed have the the lighting lighting systems made even more efficient so the student's role in part certainly was winning a contest to achieve some funding uh writing a grant and and landing a five thousand dollar grant from the certs program to help support the labor for that project. So it, it really varies by the season. I'm yep. just
0: curious, this current project with the solar panel, are you applying for more grants or looking to win some more contests to get more money to keep that going, or, or what's the status of that?
1: That definitely is a possibility. At this point, we're really looking at the logistics, and and we don't have a solid price tag yet, but as we're starting to come around on where a system makes sense, one of the next steps is going to recognize what's a reasonable way to fund it. Certainly when we have those numbers together, looking at some grant funding is, is very much in our plan. At the same time, even to fund a project like this with a capital investment from the school district makes a lot of sense because in a relatively short time, typically one to three years, the project pays, the project has paid for itself and then turns around and begins to be a cost savings for the district. But certainly the more grant funding we can pull in to support these kinds of things, the better.
0: I want to ask the students. Each of you, in tell me in in your own words, how has this work that you've done with the science club, with the Yes Youth Eco Solutions, impacted perhaps your decisions on what you might want to do in the future, if if it has in,
2: indeed impacted it at all? Um, I can start. Uh, I think before entering this club, I always knew that I kind of wanted to go into the sciences. I was definitely having some trouble figuring out exactly where I fit in. Uh, I think working with YES, though, has really helped solidify my passion for environmental issues. And so I'm very confident now that whatever field I go into, I'm gonna be bringing this knowledge with me. Right now, I'm kind of inspired by one of the projects we did, which was an Environmental Awareness Week event, which we can talk more about in a little bit where we analyze some of the different facets of the climate crisis, including the social aspects. I'm thinking about a career in environmentally conscious public health because one of the biggest issues that kind of came forward when we were doing the research for that project was the different ways that issues like air pollution will impact different vulnerable populations. Something I hadn't even thought of. Uh, Go ahead, Evan.
4: My, my alignment for my like interest kind of close aligned to Miranda. So I kind of want to piggyback off what she said from a young age. I always knew that I wanted to look towards, it was for the most part medicine, but as I've like gotten a little older, it's aimed more towards social sciences and social medicine, things like that. And it for, yes, it's opened my eyes to how exactly how closely knitted the environment and environmental science is with so many other fields that I would never think of before, And because I've learned about so many like jobs and so many career paths that have so much to do with the environment that I never thought about before. Like, for example, I, because of yes, I ended up looking towards maybe one day going into something like urban planning, for example, and environmentally conscious urban planning, where you can optimize, you know, cities and roads for people and for environmentally friendly things like public transportation or walking rather than really bad cars or like in the public health sector, for example, about how environmental factors like water pollution affect people's lives and how it can affect things like pre-existing diseases, for example.
0: Very good, how about Kendra? All right,
3: so I don't think the club has necessarily, um, I guess, inspired me to to look for a new career because I, or in the future, I mean, because I've always wanted to do like criminal justice but the club has made me more, what's the word? Um, I, I care about these things more than I, than what I did before. When I did before, I mean, every day I'll be looking on the news to see if there's any any new like news regarding the climate crisis, you know? Mm-hmm. Just the club has made me more aware of what's going on in the world, if that makes any sense.
0: That's great. How about you, Violet? Uh, any impact that it's had on on your thoughts?
5: For sure. I have always been interested in STEM careers and actually um, communications, like, especially with writing, for sure. I, actually, I used to have a fascination with meteorology and, like, weather, but um, lately <laughs> I haven't been so interested. But this club has really kind of brought me back to my past interests and made me think seriously about jobs I could like consider in environmental awareness or like even what is it environmental engineering I've been thinking about for sure lately but yeah it sure has affected my views.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. I'm I'm really impressed by all of you as youth and and the, your knowledge that you've gained from this. Eric, you sent me a link to some of the project history of some of the past projects. Would you mind or telling our listeners some of the past
1: projects? For sure. Yep. Early on in our in our existence as a Yes Team, we thought, well, if we're going to work on energy projects, we really better try to understand what we consume in the first place. So, so in 2011, 2012, the first year our team was underway, the first real significant project we took on was to install a measuring system that is a system in the school that meters the incoming electrical energy that the school uses thinking that was a really good way to have us be aware of what our usage is and then see as we move forward what kind of changes have resulted from some of the projects the team moved a bunch of different ways one of the things our students became frustrated about was not at all energy but was styrofoam for a variety of interesting reasons in the school district. We used styrofoam lunch trays for many, many years. A lot of our students were coming to high school having never eaten lunch on anything but a styrofoam tray. We decided that wasn't okay. And our team in the 2012-2013 year really worked hard to make that change. And long story short, we were able to basically eliminate styrofoam usage. It took us Quite some time, but over the school district, the school building, anyway, and eventually now the district. So now we're using compostable uh, materials. We followed that up with an organics project where we looked at food waste and those trays in particular, and ways that we could really manage uh, systematically the, the excess food coming out of our, our schools. And and we partnered with what at the time was Full Circle Organics, that now is. Evolved in Mankato into a really active program, uh, thanks to some really neat advocates that we've had the chance to work with, too, uh, to the point where that composting program is active. And then several different types of projects around energy audits and electrical updates, uh, like I talked about, some lighting, a couple of different lighting projects. In 2016, 2017, we worked together with the organics program. We actually collected lunchroom waste at uh, elementary schools and helped the students to see what kinds of things were happening in their ways. That was that was, that was was interesting and, and colorful, let's just say. We were able to get our high school students in together, interacting with elementary students quite a bit and doing some presentations to help students understand, hey, why are their lunch trays changing? And why does this matter? Uh, so it's been a, a variety of projects, but as you're hearing these young people talk about, the most important thing is that they're having hands-on experience. And yes, what they do within our school is really important, but I think even more so than that is that they're really developing an understanding of the complicated nature of, you know, all of these projects, but also the the aptitude to go forward and pursue these kinds of things. And it's exciting to me that we have ten years worth of students from these projects that are now out there continuing those kinds of passions in any number of different ways. And I think that's really the most important part of all uh, is we take the energy of these people and help them to do something meaningful, but then you know help them to step forward and influence a whole pile of other people we helped. So it's been a pleasure to work with.
0: Now you mentioned you started measuring data. Have you got any results of showing that maybe you made a difference? Because I know here at Minnesota State, they replaced all of the lights fluorescent with the LEDs and they have significant dollar savings. Have you been able to quantify any of that?
1: I'm a fan of Dr. Schwarzkopf. He does yes, a great job keeping track of that. He yeah. and I are physics, <laughs> physics teaching colleagues and relevant energy nerds. Yes. Um, so my compliments to him for some guidance as well. Uh, we have we have uh, looked, for example, at the the LED projects. We were, you know, in the neighborhood of twenty thousand dollars a year. is ultimately, even the energy numbers aren't as important in terms of making changes for most people as the economic numbers, but as soon as we can take LEDs and discover that they're more environmentally efficient and cost-effective, now we're talking people are ready for change. So yeah, that particular project, we we were estimating about $20,000 a year in electrical savings. We haven't taken a real close look at some of those things recently. One of the challenges, of course, are lots and lots of factors influence electrical usage but but we will continue to work with that data and just knowing that it's out there allows us to even look at things like time of day you know if we can change our usage over the course of a day that has a lot to do with electrical pricing in a in an institution like like education. So we've learned a lot and we have lots to learn
0: how many kids are on average involved with the mankato west yes project
1: in a typical year we have about eight or ten really active students and then as projects come and go over the year we pull in others here and there this year I really applaud the four students that we've had working at the heart of our program because they've been in school in person, in hybrid school, in fully distance school, and they've stuck it out and really worked hard together. Typically our team is around ten students that are the core uh, that meet weekly or every couple of weeks and then we pull in others depending upon the season and the projects that they have going on.
4: I was just gonna like add on to what Mr. Cozer said, how to honestly even have us four students was, has been such a huge challenge for us because with having to hop around from like, I, you know, one, one of my friends was partially with us some of the time and sometimes they weren't able to join Lee tweet because sometimes they were going to be at their dad's or sometimes they had to go after school to help someone with this. And then like, for example, for me, I mean, I had a job, so I have to go figure out when, Oh, doctor's appointments. Oh, we're on hybrid today. Oh, I have to go to work today. Having to schedule, google meets or zoom meetings has been such a challenge
0: the fact that we even have us five has me really happy
1: it's great practice for the rest of life
0: are you looking forward then to hopefully coming back this year all of you and being in person and maybe things will be able to open up and you could be more active
4: i'd say as a student i'm i'd say (laughs) as a student i yeah mean too because we used to when i last year before the pandemic we were able to just meet in our teacher's room after school I think it was usually on Mondays or Tuesdays or something and we did that every week once while, we do it every other week but once you have school sent to distance you kind of can't do that and then so many people have all these other responsibilities because their schedule got you know so much more open but also so much more constricted at the exact same time.
5: Violet? Yeah with this year um, I hadn't really even had the chance to see what the Yes Club was like like pre-pandemic but um (laughs) i think that not only like did the pandemic kind of have an effect on like you know our work and how our motivation and like being able to continue working but it also had effect on the people who we were doing it for like the students i'd imagine that a lot of the students like would see this kind of stuff and just maybe put their head down and deal with their own business and just keep going by but i have higher hopes for next year with more engagement? I
2: think Violet absolutely hit it there, but we're one of our biggest pieces is always peer education and kind of trying to get engagement from a larger student body. And while we were able to run some kind of virtual events this year, um, I'm really looking forward to getting the chance to actually work with people face-to-face and bring them in on some of these projects.
4: I mean, like, l- looking, for example, like, like we did our LED retrofit last, or, yeah, last year. But because of students being either full distance, I mean, I'm, as a student, I'm pretty confident that if there are, there are some full distance students that didn't come into the building whatsoever last year that might not have even known or noticed that we did an LED retrofit at all because of that lack of exposure to our work when we do it in the building or when we're filming or things or, like, for example, our Environmental Awareness
0: Week, I mean... When you come back this fall, are you gonna be continuing with the solar array panel or are you gonna change to a different issue or what do you think it's gonna be like in terms of your your topic?
2: Well, we've been planning ahead a little bit already and I can say that we are gonna be continuing with the solar panel project. We're looking at moving into the next phases of planning and starting to get that rolling for maybe the end of next year if we're lucky or it may take a little bit longer, we'll see.
4: I mean, I'm pretty sure all of our students, myself included, have some small ideas for what we can do next year. Like I mean i was, our, I already have an idea mm, planning on trying to look towards some, some maybe like some composting or like further like waste reduction of our schools. I'm, all, but all of our students have different ideas that we all kind of have to stew on until we're ready to get the ball rolling again.
1: One of the great things about the yes team is they give an opportunity to bring all of the teams together uh, or at least by region in the fall for an event called the fall summit Mm -hmm. and at that event one of the things they do is kind of a cafeteria style opportunity for students to interact with experts in a variety of fields and everything from waste management to energy to water quality Uh, and that's really a great opportunity to brainstorm and allow kids to interact with each other from around the state and experts and really think about what kinds of connections they can make. So the YES team has a great network of resources and the the group as as a whole, as the state organization is very supportive of our team.
0: I feel like the world is in good hands after listening to you students. I'm very, very impressed. We've been talking with Violet Boutalier, Evan Quilling, Kendra David and Miranda Kubek, and their coach, Eric Kozier about the YES Youth Eco Solutions, part of the West Science Club here in Mankato and a part of a bigger system statewide. Anything else you'd like to add before I I let you go? I wanna thank you so much for being on the show.
1: A quick shout out to the YES program for supporting the great work these kids are doing. Uh, We look forward to continuing and it's really uh, only possible by the organization uh, of the group and uh, our community has been really, really supportive and we look forward to continuing to make more community connections around the Mankato area.
4: And I just like to say from the student perspective, I'd like to also thank all of the staff in the higher ups, if you could call it that, Of yes. And even people like you giving us young students, all of these opportunities to make connections with like industry leaders and things like energy and water, or then people like you, so we can have more ties to our community, just giving us all these options that many of us didn't know we even had the ability to.
2: Yes, thank you so much for having us. I'd also like to thank the Yes Program. It's been a really great opportunity for all of us. I'm also gonna do a quick shameless self plug, which is um, if you want to keep up with what we're doing, we've got a lot of great projects coming up. We are at MW underscore Yes on Instagram. So that is MW underscore Y-E-S.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that, Miranda. And thank all of you for all the work you're doing. We really appreciate it. And Eric, thanks for the wonderful work you do. I hope you can update us as things progress with all the projects you're doing.
1: We'll keep you posted. Thanks so much, Karen.
0: All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Every day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union.